From lifestyle, fitness, beauty, travel, relationships, and self-care, Steph's got you covered. Welcome to your safe space, where you can stop what you're doing, relax, and let someone else do the heavy lifting for once. This is the Luxury Dropout Podcast with your host, Stephanie Joplin. Dropouts. It's me, Stephanie Joplin, with another episode of the Luxury Dropout Podcast. Today, I've got my friend, Young Nihilist, aka Bianca Perez. She runs a popular meme account on Instagram. I was introduced to her by my friend, MJ Corey, who did an episode with her sister, Marie, and I, um, and she also runs Kardashian Colloquium. And that's how we met. Um, so Bianca was on Between Two Salads. Uh, MJ and Marie's um, web series on YouTube. And I really enjoyed her interview and I love her insight. She's so funny. And like, I just love her sense of humor, like her dry sense of humor. It's like so hilarious to me. I love how she scours the internet for us to find like the freaking dankest memes possible. And she won't reveal her sources, which is really awesome to me. Like, where is she getting these memes from? And we just talk about how like memes are like the currency basically of today. And they're just as valuable as like the self-help stuff that's put out there. I feel like, you know, to give everyone just this sense of like, what the fuck are we all doing here? And is life fucking meaningless? And that's why she's called herself young nihilist because nihilism is basically the principle that that nothing really fucking matters. Like nothing that we do fucking matters. And it's like obviously very cynical, but it's also satirical. So you kind of have to take that like with a grain of salt and with a good sense of humor like Bianca does. So I really hope you enjoy this. It, it was so fun interviewing Bianca. She's super freaking smart. And just, I loved having this one-on-one -on -one conversation with a person who I can now call a friend. So I hope you guys enjoy and I'll check back in with you at the end of the episode. Welcome back to the Luxury Dropout Podcast with me, Stephanie Joplin. I have got my girl, Bianca Perez, in the house, aka Young Nihilist. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so, BB, we were just talking about my sweatshirt, which says God oh. is a woman, and you were telling me something interesting about yourself. Yes, that I'm an unabashed Aryanator. And oh the fact that I don't have one of those is kind of embarrassing. I love that. I don't know if I can call myself that anymore. Oh. I don't have any merch. Oh, no. I have a oh. perfume. That's it. I heard the perfume is actually bomb. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, of course, she smells good. There's no... Obviously. <laughs> obviously i actually yeah. i saw this um this was during the the pandy and i saw her <laughs> her merch come out and it was tie-dye and it said god is a woman and i was like i love the album i love the tie-dye i am going nowhere i'm going to order it it's a hoodie mm -hmm. so that's kind of how that yeah. came to be and i really love her and when i love one of her songs i play it to death to where like I I can't play it anymore. You know, if mm -hmm. it was a CD, it would be scratched because I would have played it so much. Yeah. Do you have like what are some of your favorite tracks? Oh man. Honestly, I mean, every year I have a moment with the Christmas EP. Oh. Mm -hmm. We can't 
you know, the horny Christmas EP. Yep. It's like horny Disney music. Yes. Yes. For horny girls. <laughs> Probably like the with it with it this Christmas. Oh, it's a good oh, one. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. That's but a like, really. I don't know, maybe I had to check some sort of stats to see which is my most listened to song. Oh, I know. I'd be interested to know. If you, so how do I check that? Like if I go to Spotify and I type in Ariana, is it going to tell me? Do you know? know. Oh my I God. Okay. Well, let me see. Well, it's, I don't think so. I think this is just like the, how it's ranked on Spotify, yeah. but, <laughs> but okay. Positions, obviously that's great. Seven rings, obviously great. Stuck with you is a good yeah. one. I love Bieber. Bieber is mm-hmm. today's Justin Bieber's birthday. So happy birthday, Damn. Justin Bieber. He's a Pisces. Okay. He is a Pisces. Noted. I know. Um, 34 plus 35. That's a good one too. I I re- I think I recently became a fan of hers. Like, what was the one before Seven Rings? Anyway, that album before that I liked. And I liked all the stuff she was on with Mac Miller and whatever. Dangerous Woman. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that. But she also did some collabs with him on his album mm-hmm. which, I, which i liked but i was like feminine a, yes of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes i love that what a great what a great name for an album r.i.p oh, i know absolutely um and we're gonna do a whole podcast about her what for my friends have a podcast podcastception it girl oh. theory okay where they just interview different like internet people, comedians about their favorite it girls. And really? She was mine. Mm-hmm. How cute! I love that. They actually debated on whether or not she is an it girl. Mm. They had their own idea of what that means. Yeah. And I was like, I, you can be an it girl and not spiral out of control that's and true. go to jail. Because <laughs> she would never. That's Never. true. That's true. How do you, I don't know anything about her husband. Like, can you tell me what you no know? No one does. No one he does. He works in real estate. That's it. <gasps> I and love it. He has a it. private Instagram with like 400 followers. Wow. I love we that. love that. So much. Like this guy that I'm in love with right now literally has 180,000 followers and like fire emoji reactions galore. And I'm like, mm. I wish... He didn't have Instagram so much. <laughs> Just eat it. I know. And you don't like, need that. Who are you no, trying to talk to? But he needs it for work. And oh, so okay. I'm like, Likely I guess. Likely story. I know. Hmm, whatever. No, but like he, he would get on me because he's like, you're posting thirst traps. I'm like, I'm just naturally sexy. I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> but so meanwhile, like yeah. Meanwhile, it's okay that he has like these quote well what I call a male thirst trap like there's such thing as a male thirst Mm -hmm. trap and he's like you know I'll flex in for the camera I was like you just posted a thirst trap too (laughs) double standards I hate it I hate it so much oh I hear birds chirping that's pretty here yeah yeah over here Mm -hmm. so I'm going to read the definition of nihilism if people don't know what that is. Webster's people don't, Dictionary. People don't really know. Um, and so basically... They really don't. No, 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 no. Uh, so it's the rejection of all religious and moral principles and the belief that life is meaningless or that nothing in the world basically has real existence. 
Okay. So like people might, <laughs> every people, yeah, people might read that and be like, Oh my God, like, is she talking about doomsday on this account? But no, it is actually, is <laughs> we're kind of living that. You kinda, so. <laughs> but no, I mean, at least if it was doomsday, we'll go out cackling, laughing. Um, you know, I think like with the emergence of meme pages, there was like this, the shroud of mystery behind like who who is behind this maniacal mm. meme account and some of them you know some of the meme accounts are just like literally reposts of reposts of reposts and you're like how many how many times can this meme be recycled but then there were some like i remember originally there was um tank the guy tank he's like a meme creator and he was one of the first ones to have like a big following with a meme account that I remember from a, a long time ago, maybe he over five years ago. And, um, and then I saw his memes like being recycled and recycled, but it was very prominent that it was like a man running the account. And I feel like, you know, you, you touched on this, um, on between two salads with MJ and Marie, um, you know, that people were assuming that you were a dude behind the account. Yeah, Is that it right? It still happens all the time. It still happens. And, but in your highlights, like there, there's photos of you, there's videos of you. Like, it's very clear that it's a female run account. Why do you think that is? I think, you know, the common trope that women aren't funny <laughs> is still living strong in some people's heads <laughs> and they haven't caught up and they'd rather just assume that I'm a dude commenting and joking about feminine issues <laughs> like that. It's it's a it's a more convenient knee jerk reaction for them to so like, you can't say that. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> rather than just like literally a few clicks away and you wouldn't have to rage comment at all. Also the profile picture, like I'm definitely not trying to make it easy for people. Uh, I think yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. What people tend to assume. Yeah. Do you think if you, if you made that like a hot pink, do you think that yeah, it, they would know? Would, yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Just like the one little. So stupid. <gasps> You're right though. I mean, people it's so funny because when people hang out with me, they're like, man, like you're low key, like really funny. I'm like, I, I know. Like, why, why did you think I wasn't? <laughs> like, I just, say it's really I just observe. a, it's a projection and you just have to let it yeah. go. It's like, yeah. It has nothing to do with me, honestly. No, no. Also, I exist in this, you know, I've come to exist in kind of this niche corner of the internet yes where like a lot of the humor i do tend to find funny is dominated by men okay like most things are dominated by men so yeah still doesn't make sense um but like political humor it's like mm -hmm. that's for men that's oh, a men yeah, thing that's, uh -huh. so mm -hmm. which i've honestly don't even engage with anymore because it's just boring to me like what is there left to be said um, or anything about crypto that's definitely all men for sure I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get into that. No. Not my no. vibe. No. It's so, I um, hate it. But yeah, it's like a running joke now. So I think some people are like, if I do find comments are kind of like in on the joke with me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, you're not a gay man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this running joke that there's a gay man inside of me. Oh, I'm sure there, I'm sure there actually is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my identity. 
double the pleasure, double the fun in there. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to you earlier about DP. DP. Oh, DP. DP. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking to you earlier in my text, um, probably when you're sleeping, about this one meme that you have of Maddie from Euphoria, but like they take away her body and it's like in the shape of an AirPod and it literally just says AirPod. And someone commented, like, I don't get it. Like, can you explain it? And what are they trying to say? And you're literally like AirPods. Like that's <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But like I love that because it's showing, it's showing us that like people aren't just reacting to what they see at face value. They're like, well, there's gotta be something deeper here, you know? And so they're like for once using their brains, turning on their brains to try and see, like, what am I not getting about this inside joke? you know? And it's that one. And it's that, I mean, that's a pretty yeah, shitty way to, to go it. out, you know, but <laughs> so that. I feel like that's like an offshoot of the persona, like the logical end of nihilism is like absurdism where you're like, okay, if nothing matters anymore, then might as well just like love my friends and like yeah. care about people and try to make the now as enjoyable as possible. Yeah. And somehow I, that I translates feel, into AirPod. I, I know. <laughs> That's I like feel, absurdism. It is absurdism. But I feel like you, you're, you know, like you said, the opposite of nihilism is absurdism. And I think that, you know, you making us all laugh and, you know, have something to kind of unite over is neither absurd nor obscure nor meaningless. I, I think it's like, Uh, laughter is the best thing in the world so I think you're doing the Lord's work is what I'm trying to say I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun so that's how I know (laughs) it's a positive thing (laughs) it still brings me joy so I was laughing at how you you know you were saying about how your mom like does not comprehend what the fuck you do and my parents finally get it now because after we've had a multiple multiple discussions but when they look at the memes sometimes that I send to them or when I when I show them it's always the you know like they're trying to read and they have the squinty eyes and they're staring at it for like a solid it's her glasses minutes. yeah solid Mom. two minutes and she's like reading every word she's like I zooming was in thinking and i'm like never that feeling when (laughs) (laughs) i know that's mostly due to the fact that memes have become incomprehensible and just like literally if you haven't been looking at memes for like five years you're not gonna understand it and you can't google it so it's like it's the super niche, like private language. It really is that we really share, is. which it makes really it more is. exciting. Oh my god! It's like if you get this, you know. If you get it, yeah. you get it. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, like oh, if you know who this man is, you need an eye cream, like that type of thing. Like, but <laughs> you know, it, I feel like that's what they're going to be coming out with memes in twenty years of like the. Oh, I the, can't even. The, the porn star of the pandemic, that the big black guy with the big ass dick. Who's sitting on that? the edge of the bed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're in 20 years, they're gonna be like, you need an eye cream if you know who this is. <laughs> yeah, I need it now. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I know, but you're much younger than I. So, so do you stay up late a lot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you'll see, like, a lot of my friends tell me you're the first person, like, when I I open the app, uh-huh. they wake up at a normal person hour, like, 9, 10. Yeah, right. And they're like, you're the first person because you posted at 5 a.m. I'm like... That's playing the algorithm. Uh-huh. Get into it. Right. Like that's but also it's just the fact that I am a reverse sleeper. Like I'm vampiric. Yeah. I'm just like, if I don't have a nine to five, forget about it. I'm yeah. staying up all night, just scouring the internet, doing nothing. Yeah. Being and like, who's- why isn't anyone responding? <laughs> Where is everyone? I know. Where I know. are my Europeans at? Yeah. Where are they at? no but i understand you know who's to say that there's anything wrong with the opposite schedule i don't see anything wrong with it you know i the only reason why i force myself to to do that is because i'm such an insomniac that i will like if i don't make the effort to sleep i just won't okay just Mm. we'll stay up no i'm definitely i'm big on sleep i just sleep during the day the downside of that is your friends you're not on your friend's timeline Mm. like and you're, they're like, we don't know when to hang out with you because you're either asleep or we oh, are. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it doesn't help the depression. Oh, yeah. 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 The big D. And it's you not need the, to see the sun. Not the fun one. Yeah. yeah. No, well, actually, I got I tested um, low for vitamin D. Um insert yeah. inside joke here. And so I had to, like, take six <laughs> weeks of injections in my in my tush of vitamin d because i was so depleted i was like i need some fucking sunlight personally for me especially like i am not i'm americans purely by happenstance Mm -hmm. this is not you know this is very fateful i come from an island (laughs) i come from what some people call paradise so i feel like what island is that the dominican the oh my god dominican guys are so hot yeah we basically outsource hot people. That's oh, our product. I knew it. It's fruits and hot people. Wow. And baseball players. Oh, hot baseball players. Yes. Yeah. And the Cardi B's of the world. So oh. I think it's great. I, yeah, I, just I think so. haven't been there in a very long time. So. You were, But you were born there? No, I, I was an anchor baby for sure. Oh, okay, okay. Got it. And I was born in Manhattan. Okay, okay. Um, so I haven't been to my country since I was three. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of like immigrant turmoil, like yes. first generation American anxiety. Like, who That's what I am. Am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that yes. American, don't call me that. I don't... <laughs> What's your no. nationality? American? Yeah. Technically. Don't remind me. Don't remind me. No, I'm the same. I'm the same way, but you know, I, I do have, I had a lot of trouble like identifying with, um, American kids growing up and even like dating American guys sometimes because, and not, and I'm not even trying to sound like a snob about it, but it's hard. Like when someone's just not, and I don't mean cultured as in like, you're rich. I mean, cultured as in like, you are used to trying new experiences and things and and having questions about the world and the wherewithal to ask those questions and just things like that where I've kind of like been lacking you know when I when I meet someone that's 
so so american like with no cultural stuff so okay going back to you know instagram and being on you know being digital content creator being on social media so much you know even being on tiktok i feel like we've become this generation of you know um short format handwriting and i know you you guys talked about that on between two salads as well um do you do uh, tell us what you do to keep practice in your long format handwriting and and, and how important that is to you know kind of not forget that initial uh what's the word for it not forget your practice here you practice your roots i mean i do think it's important however i do not do what i consider a great job at keeping that practice something that like looms over me um mostly because like i have an idea and i just like spit it out Mm -hmm. I don't let ideas marinate long enough Mm -hmm. to become anything. Right. That's kind of the downside of social media stuff where you just feel like, for lack of a better word, a slave to the algorithm, Mm -hmm. um, to the monster Mm -hmm. that is that machine. Just like it just takes any nugget that you have and just like chomps it up and spits it out. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm always thinking about trying to <laughs> mm-hmm. open the laptop and start yeah <laughs> and especially but you now do that some I, editing don't you like for social media stuff you do like for my job yeah for your job you do some copywriting for your job you said right yeah okay um and then i have someone who edits me as well but even that it's like i'm writing for social media okay for a company so Makes sense. I still have to think in this like 144 character, or no, it's 240 now. Yeah. <laughs> like writing in the super condensed way um, mm-hmm. that's easily identifiable to like a Twitter user. Digestible, like, quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twitter will speak. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I literally have people hit me up all the time like, it's a resurgence right now in uh, downtown New York with like poetry readings, mm-hmm. just like readings in general. Like the girls love to read. Love it. From the iPhone. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm. In like, in like, uh, uh, like a Soho, <laughs> like loft type situation. It's very mm. interesting. Wow. Here. Um, or like at a bar called KGB. Uh-huh. Where it's like literally styled after the communist <laughs> trigger warning Russian communist yeah. party. <laughs> um, but that great, is the whole timing. theme of the bar. Um, <laughs> and they have readings all the time and people hit me up because they can see that like I have the thing. They're like, this reads like poetry to me. And then I'm like, but I don't. I already said what I needed to say like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I don't have like this thing's where like it's just for me mm-hmm. it's just for the, my notes app yeah I know my notes app I just sometimes I pull out my notes app and I'm like I should be actually putting pen to paper but I just still don't I just put it in my mm-hmm. notes app uh but there is something special about pen to paper and when I'm taking notes like say I'm researching something for the podcaster or 
whatever it is, I'm, I always have my notebook and I have like my highlighter and I'm highlighting things in a book and then writing notes. That's like probably my favorite way to still learn, even though that's so an- antiquated. No, it's analog, girl. It's analog. It's analog. It's analog. That's right. That's right. It sounds much better. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Vin- vintage or whatever mm-hmm. analog. That, yeah, that sounds good. So um, your so your memes, like obviously there's some memes of yours that like they're they hit like whether you are sober or not, like they're so or funny all around. But there's some particular ones that like I probably will laugh at like hysterically and then in the morning I'll revisit it and I'll be like that's funny but like not as funny as I thought it was when I was absolutely stoned off my face last night it's probably because I'm stoned off my face at 3 right. a.m Posted. right right it's so imbued that's what with that energy yes <laughs> so that's what I was gonna ask you like do you do a lot of your research when you're stoned or is it half and half or what yeah yeah, you're like, absolutely, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm stoned most of the time. I'm a stoned <laughs> girl. I'm looking at the weed right now. I almost did it before this, and I was like, that's unprofessional. Stop. <laughs> I was like, I am such a high-functioning stoner. Like, That's good. I'd like to think I am. But yeah, sometimes I'm very confused by yeah. the smallest things. Yeah. Like, trying to leave the house in New York, and you're like, oh, just do a quick... And then getting on the subway and you're just like, you're like, where am I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People Mm -hmm. are like bumping into your shoulder. (laughs) Um, In that case, it does help because then you're like, I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't care. The anxiety. Because when I'm sober, I am the New Yorker that's like, really? You have to touch me. You just had to. And I will say that out loud. Yeah. Or someone's coming at me down a block on a bike. And I will just stand in the middle, like seriously. <laughs> I love that. So I need that buffer for the I, world. That's why I do it before I step out. Yeah. But yeah. it does make makes it, you know, kind of like gamified. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like, only just started, I only just started using it maybe a month and a half ago. I'm like very new to it because right. I I had this this one person who gave me like a homemade weed cookie six years ago that wasn't measured out and was well, yeah uh, edible change your life for the worse yeah it was anyway the experience was horrible and I don't like to smoke a lot because I do have like some asthmatic tendencies I don't want to say have asthma that's so like pick me girl but like I have like asthmatic tendencies it's okay to have asthma, asthma. I do yeah too. no it's okay it's okay to have it but like I don't want to be like a pick me like I have asthma um and I do actually have a cat allergy but anyways oh my god me too <laughs> I, it's like a severe, hashtag me too that's a allergy so I wanted to try an edible again like a gummy and I tried one and it was a great experience and I was like this is great I feel chill and I didn't even realize that I like I was actually high until like I think it was in the middle of a moment where I was my thoughts were to myself and I was just so deep in thought and the girl next to me tapped me and she was like do you want to are you good and I'm like oh shit (laughs) how long was I standing there (laughs) that's the time warp yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good gummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, how long was I out? You good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you good, girlfriend? Yeah. So I've been doing the gummies, and then I I graduated to paper like pre-roll you know papers but because I don't know how to you know first of all these nails I don't even know how to do it secondly don't know how <laughs> well here's the thing nails tend to help actually really if you okay know, yeah with like tucking things me? in of course okay <laughs> I don't have nails right now but okay cool I'm on my bummy shit these days yeah oh okay love that for you do you i do honestly i I mean i do have my lashes done yes mine are mine are also done i feel like also when i'm stoned my my lids hang lower and i feel like that makes me more attractive (laughs) yeah you look like you're squinting yeah Yeah. it's like a very kardashian type look where their eyes are more like almond yes shape speaking of Mm -hmm. I, I just saw the book for the first time, the selfie yes, book last selfie night. Book. My friend had it. Oh my I was god! Like, Please let me see. Oh, it's and it heaven. just like her captions were so fucking funny. I know. <laughs> what was the one I posted? One the one that was like, I was in Africa in a diamond mine. Period. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's the story. <laughs> and it's just her smiling with a fucking, <laughs> you know, visibility vest on security whatever you call it and i love that we actually see her tits in the book like they look so good well it was like it was a black page it was all black and then those are the really sexy ones Mm -hmm. and there was like 10 of those and then they they were bookended with like just black yes and then it was okay back to normal selfies Mm -hmm. (laughs) was that kanye (laughs) was that his input that was definitely before. I think Kanye would have never allowed her to put some shit like no, that. No, he out. he. They were together, and he edited it. Really? He's in the he's in the credits. Is he really? As one oh. of the editors, yeah. I guess like he could have looked at it like art and not like yeah. This is my wife's body. This okay, is elevated. Yeah, elevated. Mm-hmm. I can see that, man. I can't believe that was on the same timeline. Okay. Oh, this is before. He, you know, obviously went on his Jesus tip and is like, women need to be homely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for you. Go home. Now you've decided that that's not cool anymore. We have to, we all have to change. Okay. <sighs> but that's, a, that is how, and I'm not saying all men, so don't come for me, but that's how Hashtag. men work. That's how yeah. men work. Like, it's okay for them, but it's not okay for us to do it. Mm-hmm. So. it's okay while you're courting her and chasing her and jerking off to her pictures for years can you imagine <laughs> imagine yes and then at some point it's not cool anymore Mm-mm. we gotta put her in these crazy i think he's still styling her um these crazy like leather jumpsuits you think he's still styling her oh my god i think it's at some to some capacity wow for sure ah i lo- i do i mean i'm sorry i really just i do love kanye like i know he's no same so inspiring <sighs> he is yeah he is inspiring and i i like that he is i don't know like i like what he's doing with the new album in terms of putting it on his own platform i just want like artists to make money i feel like the record companies like mm-hmm. scam the shit out of artists 
Yeah, it's a really know. hopeless yeah. industry to like enter from the beginning. Just like because mm-hmm. it's not like you go buy their someone's album anymore. You know, you just stream mm-hmm. it. You get point zero one mm-hmm. percent of a dollar. Yeah, it's like not cool. So I do appreciate that part aspect of it. Um, wow, we got we got went and it, we went to a time warp because we were talking about weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went to a time warp. No, so I was gonna tell you, like with um I, you know, I started doing like a little bit of the pre-rolls and like that oddly doesn't get me as high as the gummies do. Like the gummies definitely get me. No, I don't think that's odd. Really high. Edibles are next level. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought the gummies were going to give me anxiety, but they didn't. So that was good for me. I thought that I was going to have the same reaction that I did when I took that cookie. (sighs) And it no, just, a cookie that you don't know where it came from will always be a bad ooh, idea. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> you only take a bite of that, a little tiny. That was like three days of me Googling, do I need to go to the hospital? Like, <sighs> Oh, no. Yeah. Like, can you overdose? Like, I was literally Googling that. Only dogs, pets can. <laughs> oh, my God. So crazy. But so I like the edibles because they actually have, like, prevented me from having to take more of like my actual anxiety medication like my actual rescue medication and I really like that and I also feel like I I have a more even temperament throughout the day period so it's really helps me a lot and also creatively I feel like I flow better as well Mm -hmm. We love women in cannabis. Yes. I'm brand new because I was so against it. I just had so many bad experiences with like, I, I dated these guys who would just like smoke all the time, like dawn to dusk and smell like it all the time. And I was so turned off by it that I was like, I hate it. I hate weed. You know, like I used to be mm-hmm. so against it. And now I'm like, turns okay. out it was just them. Turns out it was just those guys. Yeah. It wasn't actually the weed part. Or beautiful weed. Didn't serve that <laughs> beautiful flower. <laughs> That's so true. And I've been I've been trying to microdose some mushrooms a little bit here and there as well. I've been Word. trying to try that. And that's been good. I did do it in college one time to where I actually like did hallucinate. And we were watching the Care Bears and the Care Bears started popping oh, out, no. of, out of the TV and like hopping towards me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I entered malicious or no no not malicious they were just walking they were walking around they were living their life Mm -hmm. yeah they they were so i i like i haven't gotten like that lately obviously it's very it's just like a a body high it's very similar to the weed high i feel like Mm -hmm. yeah um you feel it in like the pit of your stomach yeah exactly and i just i did shrooms recently it slows my breathing down a little bit you know just to relax anyway go ahead yeah, I did shrooms recently. Mm-hmm. I had a like having some bad roommate situation, and I was yeah. like, "It's been weighing on me because I feel so trapped by it." Mm-hmm. Um, when things are about you know money, mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing you can do. Um, and yeah, I just did like some shroom chocolate and was able to like really like macro, just like zoom out, and I was oh, like, "Oh, that's good." Like, yeah, this sucks. But I know 
I haven't done anything wrong. Right, right. <laughs> so that really helps. That helps you, everything. Do you have like an anxious or avoidant attachment style? Do you know? Definitely avoidant. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I run into issues with that a lot. I have a lot of friends that overwhelm. <laughs> and then I have to kind of do a strategic thing of like, so who do I think is worth being overwhelmed for? Oh, wow. And who is just like something I'm entertained by sometimes. Right. Maybe it's, I don't know. I'm a Leo, Sun, Aquarius, Rising, Libra, Moon. Just saying. Oh, wow. I'm just going to say that. I'm a Libra like, rising. Don't get mad at me. But um, I have this issue a lot where people kind of, and it, and it kind of feeds into the, the online persona as well. Like mm-hmm. having this kind of standoffish, like people tend to tell me that they were scared to meet me in real life. So I'm like, what? Why? I'm literally, I'm literally like, I'm scared of people. What are you talking about? It's kind of like when you're smart and funny, it scares people. <laughs> oh, that is for sure. Um, I that's whoever dates us, it's like not gonna be for the week. You know, I'm just I'm just saying it's really I'm just saying. <sighs> but um yeah, I kinda I run into this issue a lot with people and my friends. Yeah. Where they can't read me. Yeah. Because I'm okay. so like and I'm usually uh, high. Cool. So I'm just like Mm-hmm. literally in my own world and i attract people who like wanna they just want to get in there with the little fingers and just like chip it away i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> don't no i up for a reason i know and i'm an anxious um attachment style and so but i try to be really hyper aware of it especially if i'm dealing with an avoidant person um and i just try to like we tend to attract each other yeah yeah but like i'm like okay well she and i have talked enough for tonight i'm gonna just withdraw i said my piece (laughs) and we will revisit this conversation Mm -hmm. when she's ready you know i kind of like sense it i'm like okay she's had enough of me now i'm gonna go skull today (laughs) (laughs) i mean i have the same thoughts except like I've asked my friends before and they're like, you have never made me feel uncomfortable no, or like yeah. been too much. Like, and I'm like, really? Yeah, I know. We're just, we're, we're like you said, like, we're just our thoughts all the time. We have to, I don't know. I mm-hmm. feel like I, I, this whole journey I've been on lately is de- detaching myself and make sure, making sure I'm connected, but detached, you know? So yeah, it's a balance. It is for sure. The whole like the whole empath joke that's been going around. Because oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm an empath. <laughs> Me going to the hospital and sensing that people are in pain. Oh. oh. oh it hurts. <laughs> it hurts me. I know. Um, so it's like become a joke, but it's like, no, it's still a real thing. It's just that people don't have a, a grasp on it. Like it is a superpower. Some people don't know how to wield it. Yeah. And they think they can just say I'm an empath and not know how to like control it. Yeah. No, that's so easy to say. Like being empathetic, it does not mean you're an empath. That's not the same thing. Like you can be empathetic without being an empath. Right. Exactly. So the times I've heard that come out of people's mouths unironically and just had to sit there and be like, "Mm mm-hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, so so totally. Well, you you and I have talked about like that we draw narcissistic people with narcissistic traits. Oof, yeah. Because of the people who we Speaking are. Of. Yeah. Because of the people who we are, you know, who we naturally are. And, you know, not to say like another pick me girl thing makes them more empaths, but like I just I think it is a fact that empaths do attract those type mm-hmm. of people. I mean it's palpable. Yeah. Totally. And you have to know when to kick somebody out of your house <laughs> yes you do yes empathetically Empathetic. go with god get the fuck Goodbye. out yeah go <laughs> fuck out with but what is it uh respectfully respect hashtag respect hashtag respectfully it's a very brooklyn way to say it respectfully is it? where's yeah. that where i know it's justin la boys is he from la do you know no i think he's from new york oh okay okay I thought I don't know though. Don't quote me. I'm not, but when you said that about the it being a very do you say Brooklyn or New York thing to say? Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Well, I mean, I know everyone identifies differently in New York. But um no, but maybe he is because he used he uses respectfully so much. Maybe. It's also just like a slang. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, slang <laughs> totally. But, but what's great is that you could still use it with boomers, and they'll like understand the concepts, sort of. They, maybe they don't get it so tongue in cheek, but they know what it means. <laughs> it means what it means. That's yeah. the, that part is not ironic. Yeah, AirPod. Respectfully. AirPod. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, no. <sighs> but like, it and I was telling you before. Yeah about my experience with like someone who I full on believe has like a personality disorder. Yeah. Um, and how scary that was, even though we didn't date, it wasn't anything serious, but even being just being in that close proximity, like that was scary enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine like dating someone for years and year number four is when you start to unravel it. Like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's, it's when we were talking about this, I found your story particularly interesting because you said that you didn't, you didn't date. And like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things that I talk about with narcissists is like, they use sex as a tool to keep you really, really hooked in. Like, so when they're having sex with you, they're saying things to you, like, I'm going to put a baby in you. This is my pussy. This is, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like, um, you know, this is, uh, uh, you're only mine, you know, or whatever it is, like looking at you in Sex the magic. Eyes. Yeah. Like they try to digmatize you. And, <laughs> but because of their lack of true affection outside of the bedroom, that's why you get like hooked onto it. And yeah. so I was talking to you about this and you were like, I wouldn't know because I, <laughs> you know, have not partaken in that yet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, in what? And you're like, you know, the sexy stuff and I'm like oh my gosh so you know I think I I was just like 
honestly pleasantly surprised. I I don't think I know of any virgins uh, besides mm-hmm. besides you, which I think, but I think that's fucking cool because like you know, to I don't know if you ever watched any episodes of Seinfeld, but there's like this saying in Seinfeld that says you're the master of your domain if you're mm-hmm. like chased or like you know you don't have sex or you don't masturbate. That this was the Seinfeld joke at the time. So I just, Mm -hmm. you're like master of your fucking domain. Like you control the universe is what I'm trying (laughs) to say. I would like to think of it that way. Ah, Um, I'm jealous. (laughs) um, It doesn't always feel that way. It does feel very isolating. Like there's a, there's a joke or something that I'm not in on. I'm not going to get certain things. Um, Mostly in a bad sense. Um, Cause that's mostly what I attribute sex to. It's like sex destroys people from the mm. inside, literally destroys people, um, destroys lives. Yeah. Um, just obviously that's specific to my upbringing. It's weird. People treat you weird when they find out <laughs> they project Ooh. a lot. They project the times. Oh yeah. Um, cause immediately they just start thinking about their first time and then they're telling you about their first time and you're like, I just met you. Yeah. <laughs> I should have kept my mouth shut. Um, yeah, yeah. I've had people tell me that I shouldn't tell guys that, or like people I want to, that I'm interested Why? in Why? because they won't, they're not, they're not going to be interested in anymore. Cool. So then like, that's Good. not the person for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm talking to girls, you know, who are like. I I needed to lose that immediately. Like by the time I was like 13, I'm like, that has nothing to do with me. No, no. Um, I just have like this very observer kind of role. Yeah. But you, but when, whenever you and I talk about sex, I don't feel like I'm skipping a beat. I feel like I could I'm just not talk, a prude. <laughs> yeah. Like I could feel like I talk about whatever with you and you'd be like on the same page as me. I like, I hope that I no know what it is. Yeah, I know. Do you have any like fantasies ever of like what it's going to be like or when it's going to be, or like, are you kind of past all that where you're just like, you know what, whatever, fuck it. Like whenever it'll happen, it'll happen. I mean, granted, all I have are fantasies. Right. So, um, yeah, no, I've I've gone through every scenario in the book, like a euphoria episode. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm in a fucking, fucking painting. <laughs> um, I thought about selling it. I thought that would be a flex. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of contingencies with that. Yep. <laughs> way too lazy to take care of. Yeah. I need a manager. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to make that happen, but that mm-hmm. would be cool. Yes. So I can buy an apartment. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, at this point, I mean, I'm like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. I have no real plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you don't I'm care like, if it's like moonlit candlelight roses and shit. Like, no, you I don't... don't expect that. From what I've heard, yeah. I do not expect anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I definitely know that it's not going to be some horror story like the ones that I've heard because right. I am an adult. Yeah. And I don't care about being validated by man. Me neither, like, but I used to. I used to a lot. teenage boy who's like, we can't keep dating if we don't do this. I'm like, okay. Like, that's not going to happen for me. Bet. Um, Bet. Which honestly is part of the projection that I receive a lot is like, I see people like the pain that still exists for them from that experience and they're just mm. like oh, 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like, if only, if only I'm like, I, the like, grass I don't, is never that greener, you know? I don't regret anything, but I just feel like it's like a non-event. Like, it literally is, like, very, for lack of a better term, anticlimactic. Yeah, it's natural. <laughs> Just like it it's lasts a, a couple of minutes and, it's, and then you go on about your fucking day. To be honest. Yes. If anything, I think I have built it up. Definitely. There's no way I couldn't have. Of course. At this point. <laughs> um, so we'll definitely have to be with somebody who will understand that. Not someone who I just lied to about it and has no idea. <laughs> so you <laughs> have like them. You have a partnership um, with, am I allowed to say their name? Well, with a company um, through mm. your page. Am I allowed to say their name? I don't know. Are you? I don't, I don't know. Remember anyway, I'll just say, I'll say, I'll say, okay. So like a sex toy company or is that mm. what it is? Okay. Yeah. So do they send you products? No, they don't. Oh. <laughs> right? I feel like they That's should. That's not part of the deal. Other people do because they yeah. want you to like sell one specific product but i think because this company is so like broad uh-huh they mostly just want like new customers to use your okay. code okay 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 makes sense makes but other sense. smaller companies want to send you their like one product their mm. rose their the ro- suction <laughs> rose cup. i you know what i heard some good things about the rose i don't know if they're true mm-hmm. but I'm a Hitachi girl. Like I have just like this big, mm-hmm. what looks like a cell phone brick from 1991. Oh my God. Yeah. With analog. A yeah. Analog. Another, <laughs> it is, but bitch, it's wireless. Okay. It's wireless. That's all yeah, I got to say. It lights up. It's <laughs> like a fucking spaceship. I personally don't like vibration. It's numbing. Mm. so vibrators as a whole concept to me is like wow. lost I'm like that's just I feel nothing <sighs> I'm into this discussion okay so like you prefer the penetration no literally just like old school okay no like toy at all hand yeah Palmella Anderson <laughs> is that what she did Palmella oh get it palm mm-hmm. Nancy Palms <laughs> so you like the og style which is mm-hmm. awesome i wish i wasn't so lazy i feel like that is a very um you know ambitious thing for me to do at nighttime <laughs> to try to go at it alone yeah i mean i don't really have much other options in my mind i know right. in reality i also play with this the the, the joke a lot about incels uh-huh. I'm a very, I'm very fascinated by them. That's mm. just mm-hmm. like from a woman's perspective, like whoa, mm-hmm. this is how men can get radicalized mm. just by not getting pussy. <laughs> it's that easy for you. Wow, I have to experience like consistent violence, <laughs> and you just have to not get pussy, and you're like ready to shoot up a school. That's so. Ah! Oh my god. Um, so I'm like fascinated by like you know the infamous incels who like gone out and carried out awful acts of violence like the guy what was his name elliot roger uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> he's a meme now um, oh okay uh, probably if I, if I saw it i probably would recognize it elliot the one who's like elliot roger Hello. he's the one in his car like doing a monologue about i don't understand why these girls don't like me oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 
Yes. His okay, dad was yeah. a producer. And he's like, he's like this, like. And he actually looks fine. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's okay. He looks fine. Totally. And he wrote a huge manifesto that should have been 50 pages less. Long. <laughs> Manifestos, manifestos need to have like i think at this point a 20 page limit a little pamphlet like get yeah. your message across bro <laughs> nobody's love, reading all that we love a good manifesto though i i mean i personally do mm. so yeah i i play with that a lot like claiming and seldom mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and we're like that's not possible that's not possible <laughs> and i'm like well if you live in a world where you're mainly attracted to men, something you can't control, or like masculine people. And most of those people you encounter are fucking awful. They are forcing you into insult. <laughs> you're being forced to not do the thing you want to do. Yeah. Because of outside circumstances. Yeah. And that is a definition of insult. Wow. Okay. I never and, thought about it like that. I mean, the term insult itself was created by women mm-hmm. to just explain the basic concept of people like people who are disabled people who have been assaulted you know just like people who cannot engage really in that way mm-hmm. whereas maybe they used to mm-hmm. um be able to and then it just reddit got a hold of it and it just it spiraled <laughs> out of control forget it but it was really meant just like a general term to describe someone who like is an act doesn't have an active sexual life for this that and the third okay you know mm-hmm. and now there's like a running joke in like the meme sphere with like femme cells like trying to reclaim it be like yes we can i like it um, or like a, yeah. joking that i'm asexual like posting asexual flags oh. again just to kind of keep people on their toes and like be kind of indiscernible to people so it's like you don't really deserve to know <laughs> Yeah, how I, I let really you feel. know what I as much as I let you know. Exactly. Well, that's why that's people it. people when people hit I'll post something and then someone will hit me up and be like, "Why did you post this about me?" I was like, "That definitely was not a, about you." Yikes. And I don't even feel that way about anyone <laughs> period. But like that's what I'm saying, like people take things personally. And that's going back to like Justin LA boy, one of the things that he does, he like pokes the bear and because he'll say something out fucking landish and he'll be like, this is definitely a Pisces. And so all the Pisces are like, what the fuck, bro? You know? Yeah, that's just good social media strategy. For sure. I wanted to read like some of our um, initial messages back and forth to one another because they're really funny. And we were talking about um, you dating possibly. And uh, you were working on being more impulsive. And I was like, you'll get there. You need a wingman. I'd like to offer my services. And he said, like, I can't, my neural pathways have been trained to consider every bad outcome and how I will be blamed. Like, you know, what we're just, that's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're joking. You're being ironic. And then, uh, you said, was oh my it? God, huh? You're like, what's was it? Mm. AirPods. So I'll say that. It's a nugget of truth. Oh, OMG, please, like to the wingman. Now that's a lifetime movie. And I said, I think you have someone looking out for you. You'll feel more at ease. And worst times to worse, we can just Thelma and Louise that shit. 
I mean, and then you said that's a plot right there. And I feel like yeah, that'll be our that'll be our lifetime movie. I think we're mm-hmm. ready. I think we're ready to do it now, you know, now that we've had this yeah. convo. And What's then fun oh, about go ahead. Hmm? No, no, I just wanted to no, tell you just... something else you said that was funny, but go ahead. I'll tell it later well just like what's fun about my situation now like I'm 28 I have these like whatever these identities of like what I haven't done versus what I have yeah it kind of makes it interesting in the sense that right because I am in control I'm not a little girl I'm not like fiending Mm -hmm. for someone's validation it's like all happening on my terms Mm -hmm. I'm losing my train of thought as I speak but I do that shit all the time. It's okay. <laughs> and then you're just like, but then the other the other thing is, is like the other person on the other end is not your friend. Like they're just a guest, and you're just like, what the fuck? Uh... Was I, what the fuck was I saying? Oh my god, it's horrible. So if you need to like regroup, you're, you could do that. You're <laughs> trying to say that it it makes it it's more of like a social experiment for experiment for me now, right? Or like if I were to go out on a date, I can really make it fit whatever categories I want to get some sort of result. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I, what were you going to say? No, I just was going to read, like, this is another brick of text between us. It's funny. And um, <laughs> you said, I'm like Carrie Bradshaw, except I'm poor and I don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Poverty is a mindset. I say I, I don't like saying words like that. That's like manifesting. But, no, hold on, hold on. Listen, you know. listen, listen, listen. <laughs> so I said Carrie was also poor and somehow bought eight hundred dollars shoes. And you said Carrie Bradshaw, if she had roommates, she doesn't talk to. And I said plot hole. And then you said like, how would we pitch that to HBO? Hear me out. There's no sex, just vibes. Okay. Yeah. Just just city, but actually not much city, mostly just my phone, right? No sex in the city, just my phone, no city. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, but I know what you mean about like when you when I say I'm poor, we don't literally mean I'm poor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we mean that's just a for now type thing. Yes, of course. We manifest abundance always. Mm-hmm. But uh <laughs> when we say that, we're trying to be funny, right? I think that like you and I self-deprecate a little bit when we when we know someone well enough, like we can be a little bit self-deprecating. Yeah. Also, women have to be self-deprecating. Do we have, well, you and I don't have to be like with one another, but maybe, I don't know. I think, I guess I do do that sometimes with men, but I, I've done a better job of not doing it, like checking myself. Like if you don't, they might feel the need to nag you and I'd rather just do it to myself. Yeah. Right. Like, let me just do it to myself and get that shit over with. And they'll be like, no, you're so pretty. Stop (laughs) You're so pretty. Um, so, like, have you, uh, was that a yes, by the way? Like, have you given some thought, like, perhaps, like, we can go on, like, a double date or, like, maybe just me chaperoning a really awkward date for you? Yeah, with a Bluetooth. Okay. Kind of, like, a little sitting a little bit away. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so that I can, like, tap in. Um, no, I'm down. Like I said, I mean, that's a thing. Like, 
I am so used to living my life in this way where I'm like, mm-hmm. there are certain things that I just don't do. And that's just how it is. Yeah. And it's like, wait, no, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to remind myself like every day. Because mm-hmm. like, I like have apps on my phone, never use them. Same. Because I'm like, first of all, those people are scary. <laughs> But Instagram, yeah, I'll meet anybody. Yeah, come to my house. <laughs> yeah, right? I know. Well, and I have like, I have a dating app, but like, and I'll swipe, but I don't, I think I've met someone like in the past five years, one time. And, you know, I I, I don't, but you're right. It's the same thing. Yeah, come, come pull up. Like, let's go get some ice cream. Like, what? <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I always mm-hmm. tell people I'm surprised I haven't been, well, again, like, I don't know, this is not really self-deprecating, but no manifestation of this, hopefully. But, you know, I'm surprised I haven't been kidnapped in like a unmarked vehicle. You know what I mean? Like for how many, how many times I've met people off the internet. It's crazy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Wait, so you I've were gone. saying, you were saying that people were like wanting to meet you because you had a lot of followers. Is that what you're saying? Um, a little oh more complicated God. than that, but just like, you know. Sometimes people, the parasocial aspect of what I do online, where it's like, I'm your friend that posts a lot. Like, that's okay. like the role that I play for people. And they just feel like we're friends, even though right. we've never met. Right. And people were like, I'll buy you a drink or uh, let me smoke you out. I'm like, come okay. through, come to this party. And I'm just like, okay. I thought for I have some to reason- be discerning. You like said that. something about someone tagging you or... Oh, yes. Or... Beef I had with a more prominent meme page run by cool New York City people. Okay. Like nightlife people. Okay. And that they would like source from me. Not that these are original things that I make even. I don't need to be credited. Right. But they would credit me and then remove it. And it was this weird like shady meme girl oh. thing. Get it? Meme. Girl. <laughs> oh yes, I got that. I got that pun for sure. <laughs> it was, was just good. like a mean, like high school vibe type thing of like, yeah, we're gonna acknowledge you. Actually, never mind. Ah! And they're like very like about town New York City oh. nightlife girls, you know, okay. way more followers than I have. Hmm. I Weird. don't even think their main account follows me. So it's this weird thing of like you want to acknowledge me and give me credit for like the the work that I'm doing. It is work. I don't know why I'm using air quotes quotations. (laughs) Like it's still not valid to people, you know? So it's like, we can only validate one another Mm -hmm. and a way of doing that is tagging each other Mm -hmm. and you wanted to do it. And then you took it away and you think that I didn't notice. It's just like this weird thing. We've never met. I've never met these girls. Right. Um, Right. So it's a weird thing of like, I'll probably see you at a party one day. I'm like, what are we just going to like do that? Like we should be joining forces. Like what's the big deal? (laughs) There's enough room for all of us to eat and like get our little brand sponsorship. Like it's, it gave me like real crabs in a barrel type. It made me really sad. Just like Mm -hmm. you are coming from um, a scarcity mentality about memes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. That's so true. No, and this happens a lot. Like, 
in these communities, any niche community, it's just, it's bound to happen. And mm-hmm. it just makes me really sad because yeah. I'm such a like, everybody, let's go, like, yeah. let's go type person. Yeah. And some people can read that as fake. Because they're like, who's everybody? Who's everybody? I'm not going. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going. What a party pooper. I'm the same way. I love supporting, you know, I'm super about supporting other women and uh, like whatever I can do to help my friends succeed, I will do, you know, within my mm-hmm. capacity to do so. And I've never like, I, I, you know, when people say like, oh, you know, my friend ha- got this promotion and she's engaged and I'm so jealous. And I'm like, why are you jealous? I'm like, be fucking happy for your friend because your yeah. time's going to come. So That's like, just I, a surefire way of never getting the thing you want. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Yeah. Literally law of attraction. I'm not like super that type girl. Like crystals. Right. But do I? I say that as I'm like holding, (laughs) like literally holding this crystal. I I do have crystals, but (laughs) just on a basic level, like logical standpoint, it just makes sense of like, why would you ruminate in a negative manner Mm -hmm. about a positive thing that someone else is experiencing Mm -hmm. and they worked for? Mm Mm-hmm. And you're also working towards the same thing. That's 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 a good thing. That's like your network is your net worth type shit. Like <laughs> if your friends start making a lot of money, it's bound to like come push around you to a certain echelon. Yeah. Cause like they're gonna be like, we don't fuck with broke bitches. <laughs> so you're gonna have to step your game up. For sure. I agree. I Some people just don't make sense to me. So you just have to let it go. I was like. I DM this person because it's like a multi-run, multi-admin account. And I right. DM'd one of them. I was like, it's all love coming from me. I'm never trying to be shady. Like, don't ever think that. Because I posted something else that was like a stupid text post meme that was like, New York City bitches be like, tickets sold out and list closed. Heart. <laughs> And it was like verbatim something she had posted to her story the night before. Oh, no. In earnest, because she was like hosting a party, which I also do. And I just thought it was funny, like, the way that we talk, like, it closed heart. Heart. Stop DMing me about the list. Yeah, it's closed. It's closed. There's nothing I can't You're not getting in. Sorry. And I think she felt offended, because I was like poking at this sensitive, like social climbery kind of attitude that we all have yeah you know i was really like me me as fuck um she was one of those people's like question mark she she commented a very ominous question mark Mm. and all her friends liked it and i was like oh oh, i'm gonna get jumped virtually (laughs) oh no oh no the question mark oh yeah just like what what's up what's up now yeah your girl thing like when the mean girl has a problem what's up i heard you were saying shit about me it's oh. like what <laughs> oh my god that's so funny and then after i was like yeah it was just like a joke she was like oh yeah i got it <laughs> yeah yeah i got the joke it's funny and to this day i don't think she follows me so i'm like how did you even see that i posted that Mm-hmm. we'll never know that one i guess i'll never know never. it's number one champion sound yeah. <laughs> so we about to get down <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> just like how you know the my exes who blocked me somehow still know that I went to this restaurant last Thursday like how how did you Ooh. if you have me blocked how how did you know that interesting people telling themselves every day they really do telling yourself without telling on yourself go <laughs> <laughs> you first <laughs> It's like effortless though. They don't have to think about it. They just do it. Yeah. Uh, I know that you're not too far away from the age of 20, but this is the question that I thank you. This is the question that I ask all my guests on the podcast. And you know, typically they're between like I would say 30 to 40, you know, age range. So they have a, at least 10 years away from 20, but and if I were to say maybe 18, right? So it's a little bit further back for you. If you saw yourself at 18 and you were able to go up to yourself and talk to yourself, what is like a piece of advice that you would tell 18-year-old Bianca? I don't know. Fucking try lifting some weights. <laughs> that would help you more than and any SSRI would ever. Ain't true. I, I would tell my 18-year-old self that. I tell myself that now. Focus more on physical stuff. Mm-hmm. Because then everything will kind of spiral from there. Mm. If you feel good physically, everything else will fall into place. Um, and that's probably the well. main thing. Yes. And like, besides financial stuff, which like, I consider it to be working itself out all the time. Like probably physical stuff is what I struggle with the most, like lethargy and like, you know, like I don't feel young yeah yeah and that's purely a lifestyle thing I could feel that way if I put more of an effort and just like take more risks do the stand-up do get up there why not who cares yeah Yeah. because to this day I still haven't done it so there's still fucking time like remember this question is for a 20 like 30 something year old looking back at 20 like there's fucking time for you Mm -hmm. you know don't wait till I'm asking you this question in 10 years is what I'm saying I'm sweating just thinking about it oh there's so much to do oh my god well I want to come visit sometime I think it'll be super yeah. fun I obviously I know some people in Brooklyn because I've been interviewing all of them but so my friend um my friend V she is she calls herself like the human yelp like basically for Brooklyn she like knows like all of the best restaurants and okay we're in yeah, so like you know, I think that like the three of us would for sure get along. Well, thank you, thank you so much, Bianca. It was like so fun to have you, and like I know it wasn't like structured, but I wanted it to be like a flowy type of conversation yeah. between us, just because like you know, I've ever structured. I've never seen one. Well, mine typically are like I have an out, like I'm so type A, I have like an outline where it's like that subject one and then A, B, C, and then two. And like just I'm usually pretty organized, but I really enjoy like just bantering with you. The girls love the chat. Yes. Well, all right, guys. Well, that was my interview with Bianca. I hope you enjoyed it and took away some interesting tidbits from our conversation today. Um, I really enjoyed getting to know Bianca and learning her process and how she deals, how she deals with social media on an everyday basis as a meme account, because I just feel like that must be a completely different experience than having your own personal page. 
like I do, for example. So it's just interesting to like hear that other perspective and the other side of things. So um, you guys have her information. It's going to be linked here on YouTube or wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple, um, Amazon, wherever you're streaming from. Um, and also on my website, and you can also find her on Instagram at young nihilist, make sure you are subscribed, make sure you turn that notification bell on. So you're notified every time a new podcast drops. And until then, until the next, and until the next one, I'm wishing you all the love in the world. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing week and I'll see you on the next one. That's a wrap for this episode of The Luxury Dropout. Make sure to visit stephaniejoplin.com to find all of Steph's episodes, including full podcast descriptions and photos of her guests. Until next time, besties.